Life in the Now Radio. Let's listen in to part two of our discussion with Apostle Kevin Myfield. Yeah, you know, this is this has been probably one of the most challenging seasons. I deal with pastors um, on a daily basis. And um, I've got a lot of uh, pastoral friends I, I, I'm talking to, and most of them are having um, the most challenging season that they've ever experienced in their ministry because wow. um, this a pandemic uh, did to a certain degree catch us by surprise, revealed our weaknesses and put us in some very uh, difficult places. And, you know, there's so much that I could say about that. I, I will tell you that when it first started, um, I started preaching on uh, that reformation of the church, that crafting of the new wineskin. I went all the way back to December when you and I had first had our conversation. Yeah. And I said, now this is now what I saw for 2020. I'm now beginning to understand it. So I started talking about it in a little bit more um, depth and clarity. And the reality is, is that everything that we have been looking at in our ministry as it related to Matthew chapter 21 and Jesus coming into the temple, turning over tables, kicking out the, the people that were in authority, chasing out those who were selling doves, the Holy Spirit, those that were messing with our money, all those things mm -hmm. like that to reform and renew the place. We're seeing it happen before our very eyes. I, we've got in, in, um, my church, we've got an upheaval. And one of the main things of upheaval, upheaval that we're dealing with is this spirit of racism that's going on. I've got a multicultural church. Right. Um, uh, it's mixed, but it's not mixed to the degree that it should be considering my address. And what I found is that um, one of the things that we really need to focus on, I think, in, in my local assembly and the church um in America, especially the southern part of America, is we have got to pull, we've got to literally defeat this principality of racism once and for all. We have lost that battle every single time we, we, we wake up this sleeping giant every time we let him win. Mm. And we are at a tipping point right now like we have never uh, seen in our lifetime. And we've got to push it over the edge. We cannot go back to the days of uh, notions of, of um, uh, superiority and inferiority and all this nonsense that's in the church. We have really got to, um, you know, I've seen people come on and say we bind the spirit of racism. And my argument to that is that racism is not a spirit that you can bind. It's mm. a root that you've got to dig out. Wow. It's a stronghold. It is a mindset. It's a principality. It is one of those things that has to be rooted out, cast down, overthrown, torn out, and then been, be rebuilt. We've really got to uh, see this happening. And so I'm I'm going to be going back into um, my building with a um, with a thought 
and an idea that we've got to build the kind of church that Jesus died to start. And if this is what we've been preaching, this is what we've been hearing, we've got to do that at any cost. And that means that I'm going to lose some people who are racist. I'm going to lose some people that are control freaks. I'm going to lose some people that are not willing to, to wake up. You said something so incredibly uh, profound and sad at the same time. You said that there is a group of people that um, really don't even care what the word says. They have already established their uh, belief system. I, I was talking with um, a, an individual a couple days ago because I've taken a lot of, of uh, pushback for um, standing with the principle of Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. And also uh, I took a lot of pushback because I put out a video about um, removing uh, Confederate statues and those kinds of things. And so obviously I had some um, of, uh, you know, my vanilla brothers and sisters, some, some Caucasians, they got really upset with me about that. I lost some uh, acquaintances. I almost said friends, but um, it, it was it was an interesting time. And so this this one lady decided to take me to task on that. And we were just talking about that whole thing of, of these um, icons, these memorials, these statues, these monuments that have been placed. And we placed them there because we wanted to give them honor. Mm -hmm. We wanted to give evil a place of honor. Oh. Now, how, how that even works in a person's mind, I don't understand. I don't understand how you honor or pay homage to someone who was evil, especially when you wake up and realize that what they did was wrong. Mm -hmm. And at the, at the root of it, I said, you know, well, let's just be honest. There's no, there's no biblical principle whatsoever for having a statue, statue or a monument anyway. There's nothing in the scripture that tells us to do that. But there is a scripture that says, you shall not make any graven images mm -hmm. of any likeness of things in heaven, on the earth, or in the waters. He says, simply don't make them, period. And so we've got a generation of people that hold things sacred that aren't even scriptural. Wow. And she literally said to me, I don't care what the Bible says. I mm. mean, this is supposed to be a believer. She said, I don't care what the Bible says. I don't wow. care be tearing down monuments. And so I said to her, well, there's a lot of monument tearing down in the Bible, actually. There's a lot of breaking down of idols and crushing mm -hmm. of altars and things. And we've got to be willing to sacrifice our political affiliations, our mindsets, whatever we've been taught or trained our life. We've got to be able to sacrifice that at the altar of truth My to be able to God. say, God, what your word says is ultimate. And we have a generation of people who believe that they are children of God who do not value the word of God. You cannot have a relationship with God unless you have a relationship with his word. Yes. He is his word. And if you tell me that you don't care what his word says, you're literally telling me you don't care what God says. Right. That means you have created for yourself a system uh, that is not conducive to allowing the spirit of the Lord to rule and reign in your life because you've got a made up mind. It's those people with a seared conscience. It's mm -hmm. those ones who are, who are set in their ways. You know, the King James, I like King James because he would say they're a stiff necked people. Right. And untoward <laughs> yeah. generation. They're hard headed. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to change. They like things the way that they are. Mm -hmm. 
And it's amazing to me, Apostle, how that the notion of equality, which is a biblical principle, the notion of justice and mercy, and we are all equal in the eyes of God. It's amazing to me how that word equality has released panic in the realm of the earth among Caucasians who fear what equality might actually mean to them. Mm. And these people call themselves believers. My God. Apostle, that is something, and it's very, it is very, um, I don't know, courageous of you to be a Caucasian man and to stand in truth as you have. And I've, I've heard you, this is not anything new, you know, You've had this stance from the beginning. And so I just, I'm I'm grateful for you to be able to to share wisdom and to share knowledge. And if people can't receive that, then exactly. They're at a place where um, their conscience is seared. And it's like, this is what I want to believe and that is it. But I truly believe that you're speaking to some people now. Um, you, you're speaking to uh, a group of people who are truly wanting to hear God, who tr- who are truly wanting to hear what he's saying, the spirit of what he is saying and want to change, want to shift, want to understand a little bit better about how we feel. And, you know, like you said earlier, you said the um, that that w- where you stand with the Black Lives Matter, you, we're not talking about this this movement, this thing that they have going on, you know, that this website or whatever. But just the just the meaning of it, a Black life matters. And here's, so, here's the thing that they miss: they have to. What people need to understand is that Black Lives Matter is a principle. Yes. It was a principle before it was a statement. Mm. Then when the statement was made, somebody decided to make an organization out of the statement. Come on. And so the narrative can't be controlled by the organization. Mm. The narrative can't be controlled by the statement. The narrative has to be controlled by the principle. And the principle of the word of God is that the heart of God has always been to the least of these. God has always tried to reach out to those that have been disenfranchised. He's always tried to to, um, deal with those who are being mistreated and and treated unfairly. And so sometimes you just have to uh, try your best to educate uh, some people to understand the biblical principles of a certain thing because um, they they have a tendency to... um, uh, to allow it to get distorted by by other things that that are not the main thing, and so it's like that old thing that we used to say: let's keep the main thing the main thing. And we've got to be people who are committed to that principle, right? And and, and if we err from the principle, we miss uh, the the movement uh, and and everything that God is trying to do in this season by bringing by leveling the playing field once and for all. Yes, yes. I, I totally, absolutely agree with you on that. Uh, Apostle, whew, boy, you've shared so much wisdom, poured out so much today. Um, before we wrap up, what, what is it that you um, just want to share with the people from your heart um, in this community? Um, 
you know, I really think that we need to, I really think we need to come together as a community. I really mm -hmm. think we need to come together as red and yellow, black and white, they're precious in the sight and lay all of that down at the door, drop our gender, drop our mm -hmm. uh, titles, drop our denominational affiliations, drop our color, drop all those things at the door and assemble as the family of God, as mm. the body of believers, uh, as living stones and join together where we fit so that we can create a holy habitation for the spirit of God. I believe that we need something that is uh, an, an awakening. I believe there's something that we need to push on the tipping point in this area. I'm concerned about this region. Mm -hmm. um, I was not aware of the level of racism that was still here. When I left here 30 years ago, I was well aware of it. Um, mm. And I've dealt with it everywhere that I've been, but I didn't realize how deep and how trenched it was in this um, North Florida, Southern Georgia area that it really is a principality that we've got to push on. And we can't do it unless we do it together. Um, we just simply, I think we need somehow uh, to come together. And I'm so new here that I don't have the, the connections and the resources. I'm trying to build relationships in the community. Um, but mm -hmm. I really think we need to do something that lets the enemy know that we, we, we ain't trying to go nowhere. We're not backing right. up. We're not shutting up. We're not giving up, but we're going to pull up all of these strongholds and these roots in Jesus name and see the kingdom come in this area because we are placed strategically right on the, on the steps of the capital of the state. And it's time for us as believers to to make some noise in this state and let uh, the heavens and the earth declare the glory of God here. But let me just say this um, quickly to, to those that are listening. Mm -hmm. It's going to be incredibly important, especially over these next few weeks, that, that people come back to their uh, intense time of prayer in the spirit, building up ourselves on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. What God has called us to do, there is some divine intel that's only going to come in the realm of the spirit as we begin to pray in the Holy Spirit and then pray in our understanding. Pray in the spirit so we uh, are in divine connection and communication with what the spirit of the Lord is saying, but then taking the time to pray that back in our language so that we pray it into our understanding so we know how to mobilize in this season. It's going to be important for every business owner. It's going to be important for every husband, every wife, every household, every family. It's time to lay the remotes down. It's time to come up out of what we're, whatever we're doing on Netflix and this and that. And it's time to consecrate a season of intense prayer in the spirit. It's time for us to shed some tears, to get on our face, to push back the plate, to fast, to roll up our sleeves and say, we've got to win this generation because if we don't reform the church, we're going to lose the next generation who, who wants uh, to be connected to God, but does not want to be connected to the church because we have not portrayed God accurately. Absolutely. My God, my God, that's, that sounds like a clarion call to me, people of God, a clarion call. Apostle, thank you so much for sharing with us today. We have run out of time, but I, I just truly believe that there is more. And I believe that um, with all of us coming together, uh, our church and your church, you know, we've since you've been here, we've tried we've tried to connect and, and to really um, stand together. I believe that now is the time for us to um, to really open up the doors of the community to you and, and have 
of those other pastors come in, it's time for us to come together. I truly believe that. And so I want to be instrumental in, in helping you to navigate the community. Let's let's do it. If you know, if there's some things that you would like to see, a vision that you would like to see happen, then let's talk about it. I am all for it. This is what God is calling for in this season. So I appreciate that. I look forward to that. And so this is just really, um, th this is a series. So I just want to let you know now that I'm going to be calling on you more because I want to hear more about, you know, um, what God is saying, how we can bring forth change. Um, and like you said, the prayer clarion call, you know, it's time now to let's let's get some pastors together. Look, it's we, we fasting. We're going and we're going to war in the spirit. So I just hear a lot of lot of things, you know, that are, that are bubbling up in me right now as you were speaking. So um, let's make it happen. Let's come Amen. together. Let's make some things happen. Amen. Um, you know, I just want to declare a word of influence over your life personally. I really believe that God is about to do something in the sphere of influence that is going to be outside of the scope and the spectrum of anything that you have seen before. I really see God getting ready to anoint you and your husband with a, a strong spirit of influence. And, and I want to release that beyond the boundaries of you, but also with an understanding that the people that are listening to this now, uh, the oil flows from the head. It flows all the way down to the skirts of the garment. So everybody has the capacity to receive this by faith. We release the spirit and, and, and anointing for increase uh, of influence in your life in Jesus' name. And we say nothing shall stop it. Amen and amen. Amen. My God, my God, I receive it, Apostle. I receive it. Oh, thank you so much for allowing God to use you in this season. Thank you guys out there for listening to us on the Life and in Our broadcast on today. Um, if you have any questions, if you want to send your comments, we want to hear from you. You can go to my website, NikkiCollins.org, and just send me a message. If you, you know, you love the broadcast, we want to hear that too. If you didn't like it, you know, send it. You know, it, it doesn't matter. But we want to hear from you. We want to know that this broadcast is um, working in the community, bringing forth change. So we love you guys. And until next week, remember to live your life in the now. Have you enjoyed listening to Life in the Now Radio? Well, guess what? You can have more. More of Life in the Now Radio on our YouTube channel. Visit our Nikki Collins YouTube channel for these shows and more dynamic content. That's on YouTube at Nikki Collins. This edition of Life in the Now Radio is brought to you by Higher Dimension Church Tallahassee Online. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m. online for a dynamic, faith-filled worship experience. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube at HD Church Tallahassee.
get your attention. 